This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hello and welcome to the Comedians Playing Fantasy Premier League podcast with me, John Richardson. And me, Matt Ford. I think that's the best I've ever done that. Uh, Yes, I'd agree. I'd agree. Low bar, but cleared. Absolutely. Such a low bar that actually um, we we don't generate our own content or ideas for this podcast, as you know. Mm -hmm. We rely on the listeners to bail us out, and they've done it again. Um, You are... I don't throw compliments around... Uh, willy-nilly as you know but i would say you are britain's leading shit text topic creator thank you uh which footballer do you fantasize about a night of rough sex with it doesn't have to be rough no night of passion sex it could be gentle yeah well you've been bailed out by jade gerard okay um who says, hi, Matt and John, my boyfriend got me into the show. And the shagging a footballer section, you see, that doesn't. I'm not pleased with that. It's not a shagging a footballer section. No. Is it? It kind of is now. We're opening with it. The shagging a footballer section struck a chord with me as I've been having a recurring dream about the one and only Viking king himself, Erling Haaland. I think a lot of people have mucky dreams about him. Yeah, I th- I I, th- I feel like I'm 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 up for one. We've probably all had one by now. You either remember it or you don't. I can't suggest to my brain, but um, if you're bored tonight, I'll have one. Well, that's a good point. Actually, has listening to this episode. So after you go to bed tonight, mm. email us first thing in the morning. Hello at cpfpl.com. Did listening to this episode, <laughs> for want of a better phrase, plant the seed? Should we all have a good people... think about Erling Haaland tonight and mm. see how many of our listeners we can get fantasizing about Erling Haaland? Yeah. Great, 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 great. This is science, just in a different way. <laughs> yeah, we're basically those uh, Van Zant twins that are on the BBC <laughs> all the time, but it's like a muckier version. This is very graphic, Jade. Um, in the dream, I'm usually sitting on his lap and feeling his big, smooth, muscly legs. <laughs> As a Liverpool fan, I don't find myself thinking of him or the smoothness of his thighs when I'm awake, so our slumber meetings are rather unexpected. To add to this, this is the wallop, this is the Jeremy Kyle moment, I'm also eight months pregnant, and in my latest dream, I dreamt he was the baby's dad. <laughs> Fair to say my Arsenal-supporting boyfriend is rather disturbed about all of this, Haaland has stolen not just the Premier League, but also his unborn baby from him. When I'm conscious, it's Van Dyke and Robertson top of my list. Love the show. Shout out to little baby Haaland, Jade in London. Okay, well, shout out to you, Jade, your Arsenal supporting boyfriend, to your unborn child. I mean, if that baby comes out with long blonde hair, (laughs) um, it's way out early. Yes. Uh, uh, can I just, the thing that really I, I found fascinating is that she says when she's conscious, Van Dyke and Robertson are top of her list. Because mm. for me, they're very different prospects. Um, Van Dyke is a, 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 in the Haaland mold, I would say, of a mm-hmm. strapping. Um, There's not going to be much talk, is there? Well, it's more that he looks like he could play a superhero in a film. Yeah. He's got that kind of. He looks taller, broader than you. Andy Robertson, it kind of is like the, the other way, isn't he? Isn't he like mm. less good looking than the average man? Oh, wow, I mean, he's, he's physically fit, but he's short. He is looks he short? like someone, you, he looks like someone knocking short. around a train station in a tracksuit, doesn't he, Robertson? 
He's, he's got the intense eyes. Out. He looks. Andy Robertson has the intense eyes of someone who would sort of approach you at a bus stop and you go, oh, flipping heck. Oh, I hope this doesn't turn violent. 1.78 metres. He's five foot eight. You're right. I'm bigger than Andy Robertson. Wow. Shorter than Rico. I thought that was a real kick in the teeth for Andy Robertson. Equally, he's physically fit. Um, he's a successful man. Um, yeah. I, he's got a bit of personality, hasn't he? I guess that's the turn on with Robertson is. He's a little bit cheeky. He's charismatic. He's bright. So those things go in his favour. Um, yeah. But, you know, Harland, Van Dyke, Robertson feels to me like a wild card in, in, that, in that run of players. Do you know, I'm not a qualified mind reader. Or sexologist. Um, or sexologist. Do you know what? I'm going to go further. I'm not qualified okay. in anything. I got my basic food hygiene in about 2002. Would that have expired by now? Probably. Almost certainly, given what I'm getting up to in the kitchen. <sighs> Imagine the red tape. <laughs> Me turning up at Burger King for a shift. I'm not qualified to do anything at all, ever. I can drive. I've got a clean driver's license. Immaculate. Lovely. I'm going to suggest this and tell me what you think. I think there's a possibility, given that she sent in a graphically sexual email about her um, partner being usurped as mm -hmm. the father of his unborn child. Mm -hmm. Is there a possibility that perhaps Jade's partner looks a little like uh, Andy Robertson and she's put that in as a little bit of a little <laughs> sprinkle of... I, I do like very pale ginger men as well, as well as Van Dyke and Harland. Oh, that would be so funny. Jay, do let us know, does your partner look like a short, slightly ratty guy? <laughs> as Matt Ford put it, the sort of person who'd approach you at a bus station and you think, I hope this doesn't turn violent. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Though? You can see the Adidas popper bottoms. You can see the ill-fitting baseball cap. The yeah. you know what it is? It's the furtive eyes of Robertson that make me go, oh, no, he's probably fine. He probably does just want a cup of tea. But is he an outrider for a gang? <laughs> you know, is he going to go off on one of those bikes that doesn't have a seat, which is always suspicious? Yeah. And why has he been so cocky late at night, you know? <laughs> Oh, don't you intimidate me when I'm waiting We're for a getting bus. a real window into your dreams here. Oh, no, more my more my conscious. You know, I, I'm a nervous person. Um, I, I, you know, when people are acting strange, think, oh, don't, don't, don't be strange. Don't intimidate people. It's unpleasant behaviour. I think we've talked I agree. about it on the show. Before. So while we're talking about unpleasant behaviour and uh, nights of passion with footballers, mm -hmm. can I read you my favourite headline from the last week? Yes. Premier League and and I, I Premier League, <laughs> Granddad. <laughs> oh, he's announced it in the whole living room. Granddad's got the paper again. Here we go. <laughs> Are you listening? This? Can you believe this? Well, I pause there because the only word I dispute um, is the following one: Premier League star John Joe Shelby, bottom feeder of the Premier League. Mm -hmm. Let's be honest. Um, Premier League star still at Forest. Uh, yes, but he wasn't. I don't think he's been included in our pre-season squads, Oof. so he's basically off. Premier League star John Joe Shelby invited woman back to his house to watch his YouTube highlights <laughs> after a night out. God. <laughs> after party at John Joe Shelby's house has hit the headlines on social media after a girl made reference to going to Shelby's property on her Hinge dating profile. She claims the ex-Newcastle ace, not current Forest ace, put his highlights compilation on to watch you know what that that she obviously didn't know who he was um oh you think that's why he's done it 100 
if she was like, oh my God, you're John Joe Shelby, he wouldn't have felt the need, but he'd be going, right, oh, footballer. footballer. You're not even yeah. a footballer, do. Yeah, you ain't no footballer. Why? I, you don't look like one. You look weird. And then they'd have gone, I'm a footballer. Like, and Forrest, and she'd have been, she'd have been going, I don't know who you are. Like, do you know David Beckham then, is it? And then he'd have had to put on his YouTube videos to prove it. And she'd have probably sat there and gone, oh yeah. I bet they're all in really low resolution as well. There's a picture. No There's way. a picture. Um, she she's in pop socks, ankle mm. socks, in a in a living room. Uh, it says John Joe Been on a night out with uh, teammate Chris Wood. So this was this was recent, and obviously another mm. ex Newcastle. Wood and Shelby. You wouldn't have those two down as a pair of. Uh, but also Shelby. I mean. You know, we, 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 this comes off the back of fantasising about Van Dyke, Harland. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. We've got Lawrence to the other Radio. end of the scale, haven't we? Yeah, I mean, he's not my top. If you fancy John Joseph, shall we get in touch? Hello at cpfpl.com and let us know why. Someone must. Would you like a night of passion with Erling Haaland or would you prefer to watch John Joe Shelby's football highlights with John Joe Shelby and Chris Wood? Now, you see, oddly, I think I would rather do that. Mm-hmm. I think that would be a really funny thing to do is watch Shelby watching himself and just get an insight into whether he thinks he's brilliant. I mean, he obviously does think he's brilliant, but mm-hmm. I want to know the sorts of comments. Like, does he sit there and go, yeah, I murked him? Or does he go, what words does he use to describe himself? And I think that I think that would really tickle me. Okay. Well, I'm what? sure we could arrange that, you know. Through the club, through the uh, club, maybe. Yeah. Uh, we're talking of our clubs, John. Talking of Nottingham Forest and Leeds United. Yes, Premier um, League, Nottingham Forest, and Leeds United. Mm. You know, we're playing each other in a pre-season ah. friendly. Are we? In a few weeks at Burton Albion. I didn't know that. Pirelli Stadium. We've done Should you we the favour of giving you a Premier League pre-season. We've already played Manchester United, so don't pretend that Ooh. it's the great highlight of our pre-season. I'm just saying we're in that bracket. Premier what are you going to do? Team. Fly to Burton and then get the coach to meet you there? Possibly. you got individual have... choppers for each of your 298 players? I hope they cackle all the way um, to that. Um, but just on Leeds, John, how, how are you feeling about the, the situation, about the vibe? I'm 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 excited for the start of the season. Is 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 the simple fact. It's been Good. a long time now without football. I've got no qualms with the championship at all. I don't think we're going to start very well because we've left our business too late. It now being well into pre-season and us not having sorted most of the ins and outs financially. The most frustrating thing is our big money players going on loans rather than sale because we bought players so shit that nobody will buy them, even for the relegation release clause. So <clears throat> they're all out now on loan, having the value of their contracts dwindle until they eventually leave on a free. But at least they're off the wage bill. We get some new players in. I think going to be confirmed soon, but we've got a manager in. Uh, I just want it to start. I just I want it to start, and I want it to be a season where we win more than six games. And that's I think those are two achievable goals. So I'm confident of an enjoyable season. That's good. A number of things I want to address, but firstly, John, mm-hmm. on behalf of anyone listening, um, perhaps with... with we got anyone listening? Well, I, I, what I was going to say is podcasts aren't the... You know, if you're around and about, a lot of the background noise gets lost. You do sound a bit wheezy on those inhales there. Um, yeah, how is the chest? How's your health? Chest and health, fine. Uh, it's, the, it's the choking. Um, I find more often than not I get wheezy now if I 
sometimes a little bit of spit or a drink will go down the wrong way. Mm-hmm. Um, and that then uh, brings up, I hope I'm not wheezy because I'm, I would discuss this more, I'm sure, shortly, but on my way to play football. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think this support. I'll be packing my inhaler. Well, John, uh, uh, and I realise that my medical needs are not your medical needs. What, you're going to play football today? I'm going to be playing football on a full-size pitch for the first time in 20 years um, in about four hours' time. Is this a charity thing or is this purely for pleasure? It's a, Well, it's both. It's a charity thing at which I will take pleasure. Um, I'm on my way to... Um, it's not Ellen Road. Um, it's one, one step down. I'm playing at Hemsworth Miners Welfare FC Community Club. Okay. Um, and I'm playing in the Elliot Bransby Memorial Match. Um, Elliot is a Leeds United fan who died tragically far too early uh, and his dad has organised a charity match in honour of Elliot uh, raising funds for Andy's Man Club and the Disabilities Trust um, also in honour of Daniel Yorith who also uh, died tragically young so I'm going along with Leeds United legends Jermaine Beckford will Excellent. be there Simon Grayson will be there promotion winning manager yeah. David Weatherall's going to be there Oh, my word. And Howard Wilkinson. Oh, wow. I mean, that's the big one. You saved the biggie till last. Yeah, that's You're going to get to meet him. I very much hope so. I should be taking my Thistle Hotel's Leeds United shirt and a Sharpie in the hope of getting a signature from the legend, Howard Wilkinson. Yes, you have to do that. You have to do that. That's great. I'll do that before I die of an asthmatic attack on the pitch. In in preparation for the match, the big plan this week was... um, I was going to not drink yesterday, take on lots of fluids, big pasta dinner. Um, instead, what I did is not eat at all and go and watch Pulp last night. Oh, um, great. Whereabouts? Sheffield Arena. Oh, It was the final night of their tour, homecoming gig. It was absolutely magnificent. Oh, they're so good. Superb. He's cooler at 60 than the cumulative coolness I will achieve across my entire life. That's true of most 60-year-olds, John. Oh, I don't know. You're not cool. You're never going to be cool. No, but I sometimes look a little bit cool or I get to do cool (laughs) things. No, you never look cool. Oh, it doesn't look good. Your naffness is part of your charm. Jarvis Cocker is very, very cool. He is. Very cool. Did you get to meet them? No, no. We were down on the shop floor, bouncing rhythmically. That's about all I commit to. I hop up and down a bit. I did a bit of bouncing to common people. Of course I did. I did a bit of bouncing to common people. (laughs) I feel like a politician when I go to gigs, surrounded Mm. by people in pulp t-shirts, you know, spilling beer everywhere and jumping up and down, and I'm in my little shoes and jeans, trying to compact myself into as small a space as possible. I'm a watcher. I don't mind saying it. I don't feel the need to move to music to enjoy it more. In fact, I move my dancing is as natural as uh, Stephen Gerrard's Arabic. Can I say well, that? Yes. Before we come on to that, though, I, I do just want to get, because I'm glad you went to a gig, because I think it's something you don't do often enough. And, and I think you, you're a lover of music, but you're perhaps not a lover of big gigs and being in crowds and all the rest of it. Mm-hmm. So who did you go with? I went with my wife Excellent. Uh, and co-star Lucy Beaumont. Yeah, we, we guessed it from the first word. Um, oh, well, I say she's she's becoming more of the, uh, the the latter and less of the former. Okay. This was to kind of save the marriage, go and watch Pulp. Yeah, absolutely. It's Give a it deal a breaker. Go. You will go to this gig and you will dance and you will bounce up and down. 
Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, it was a wonderful evening. It was very, very good fun. I'll tell you what, Pulp's audience, because I recounted the tale to Lucy of Oasis Wembley, the pint of piss yes. that you took to the face. A stranger's yes. piss to the face. Yes. There was none of that at Pulp. No, but that's because it's... Yeah, I mean, I, I think Pulp do probably have a more pleasant fan base. Yeah, a, a different class, if you will. Well done, John. Thank um, you. I was speaking to a friend of the show, Paul McCaffrey, who'd been to see Blur at Wembley the other day, and he was saying it was actually quite nice to go to a gig where there wasn't piss-throwing. The clientele was nice. What a sentence to have to say in your life. It's actually quite nice not to get hit with other people's piss at a gig. I'll tell you what I did watch yesterday. Notts County versus Nottingham Forest, pre-season friendly. Watched it on my laptop. How did that go? Crushed them 1-0. The city <laughs> is ass. Yeah. I mean, and are there any ins and outs? There was one of our players, I think. Was it Willie Nonto or somebody was linked with a move to Nottingham Forest? That upset me greatly. Well, that that would really make me... You know what? The funniest thing would be if we sign him and don't play him. Finish top half. Well, it's very and likely. It was funny watching... Because pre-season friendlies, it really makes me laugh following people on social media. You, you can... I would extrapolate absolutely zero from any pre-season friendly. Yes, the oh, point I is, think, in fairness, I think you can tell if you're shit. I would go back no. to the else's last season. I went to watch us against Athletic Bilbao in a pre-season friendly in Loughborough, and you could tell we were in trouble. Just because of injuries and people playing out of position, I sort of knew it was going to be a bad year. Yeah. Okay. Well, maybe – I mean, my general view is you would have thought that anyway because you're a pessimist. That's and... true. I've never wanted anything to go well. Yes. Um but you're watching a glorified training session with absolutely, yeah. And they played a different like eleven in the second half or whatever. Yeah, pointless. watching people on social media going, "Oh, we got no shape. Um, <laughs> like, got no. Um, what was it? No intent. I know these things." Like people arguing, rowing, going mad. I was like, "Are you joking? It's a preseason friendly. They're just knocking yeah. the ball around. It means yeah. absolutely nothing." Speaking it of shapeless so... messes, how is your Edinburgh show coming along? Oh, you piece of shit. <laughs> it's coming together very well, actually, although, um, um, you know what? It's one of those things where, and, and this is just an insight for all you guys into the world of the comedian. Mm. Oh, the curtain is being lifted. Curtain is being lifted. Um, it, it's peaks and troughs, isn't it? So you go through periods where, in the run-up to the Edinburgh Festival, you basically previewing a show every night and you're trying to solve problems with it and figure out extra bits mm-hmm. and sometimes you go oh my god that gig was so good that that's it it's finished i can have a pint and then the following day or the day after you do another one and it feels like you've never done comedy before mm. and, and yeah. you, you are just in this sort of pits of despair and then i'll tell you what happened so halfway through the gig i could hear people mumbling and you know when you're knackered and you just like I haven't got the tolerance to be Ooh, like. You've got funny very man. low tolerance thresholds. You can tell with your eyes. Yeah. You get angry eyes when you're tired and stressed. Halfway through, these two guys walk out. I was like, is everything all right? And they were like, the guy was, oh, we're Polish. We couldn't understand it. <laughs> so I was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. You know, and then, you know, um, made some jokes about it. Um, hilarious ones. Sure. And they riffed on that. Afterwards, he's waiting for me. Mm-hmm. And he's a physically fit man. He's a big boy. Ten years older. Taller than Andy Robertson. Broad-shouldered, big-handed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The shoulders of Virgil van Dyke with the hands of Keir Starmer. Like, this is all man. <laughs> <laughs> and um, he's going, oh, uh, he, goes, oh he said, oh, we couldn't understand something. It's a bit like a mate of ours couldn't get in, so then we decided to leave. He was like, very sorry. I was like, that's okay. And then he says, 
if you're going to do jokes about Zelensky, you should go to Ukraine for two days. Go to Ukraine for two days. I said, okay. But in a way that was suggesting that he didn't agree that Zelensky was a good guy. So I was like, okay, okay. And they kept trying to shake my hand and gave him a fist bump. And he, he physically prized my hand open. I said, no, 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 no I've got eczema. Because that's why I fist bump. People always think you're making like a point about COVID. I fist bump because the X on my hands doesn't heal for years. It's just painful to mm-hmm. shake hands. Forces me to shake. And left hand's not much better. And at this point, I thought, am I in danger? The guy's here? a bully. Yeah, am I in danger? And I came home because my wife's away. Came home to an empty flat. I was spooked, John. Yeah. And I actually was, was going to watch a horror film. And I was like, I'm not, in the, I'm not in the emotional state to watch horror. I can't do this. No. And I bottled out. I bottled out. I ended up watching a, a, a half a film called High Crimes instead. Um, but the gig in Harrogate was at the Roosters Brewing Company Tap Room. Our great friends at Roosters. That's how I opened the show. Is it? No. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, like having the keys to the Wonka factory. At the end, before I headed back to Leeds, um, Tom at Roosters, friend of the show. It, you know that bit at the back that the public don't get to see where it's all brood and stuff? Oh, yeah, where there's all, like, dead animals knocking about and... Um... Yeah, like fag dimps and, like, yeah. human waste. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's immaculate, we're joking. He's got a big fridge and it's... <laughs> <laughs> Tom's big fridge. All right, and Alan. He, in there... He's got the stuff for mail order. And he went, oh, can I give you some stuff for the road? I said, excuse me? <laughs> and um, he basically said... Handed you a barrel of tarmac. Pick what you want. <laughs> Stitched right up last night. So I've been on the calling all night at the gig. I'm yeah. gasping for a nice beer when I get in. Mm. We're getting... Uh, I'm going to have one more because obviously at a gig, you, you can't drink at the required rate. No. Because it's just queuing and you don't want to keep going to the toilet. Double so up, I managed to up. get all through Pulp without doing wee-wees. I was very proud of myself. Didn't do a single wee all through Pulp. Anyway, so I get in, I'm, I'm thinking, right, I'm going to have a beer. So I says to Lucy, I says, are you having a drink? She says, I fancy a red wine. Bollocks. Well, now I know. We've, if we're opening a bottle, I've got to have red wine because she ain't going to get through it. Yeah, sure red enough, poured two glasses of red. She had one sip. She's like, I'm going to go to bed. Oh, my God. Oh, I didn't want red wine. Sat there drinking, bloody finishing off two glasses of red wine. Tell me about the wine. It was a, uh, a off-the-shelf supermarket brand, uh, Reserve Shiraz. It mm. was not good. Oh, John, um, that's sad. It's part that's of the really reason Lucy sad. went to bed. She had a sip. She said, that's disgusting. I bit my tongue because I didn't want to say, well, of course, we've been out all night. Nobody has red wine when they get in from a concert. We should have had something else. Um, it mellowed out. As it, as it, uh, well, I don't know actually. The pretentious twat in me wants to say it mellowed out over time. The truth is, probably I got more tired and hammered and gave less of a shit. The second glass went down real nice. Nearly had a third, but I thought, don't let David Weatherall down. You're going to be alongside David Weatherall at the back today, chipping a ball over to Simon Grayson. Yeah. Don't let yourself down. What about the option, and I presume you got some in the house, of whiskey? Yes, yes, but I thought that was very dangerous. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I do. I do favour a whiskey of an evening or a brandy. Coming in. Yeah, a nice nightcap. Mm. You know, I've got so much whiskey in the house. I, 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 I very rarely drink it in the house, and I keep thinking I've got to put maybe a you week like on off. a park bench, don't you? 
I've never drank whiskey on a park Where bench. are you drinking it if not in the house? Pubs, restaurants. It's when I go out, I have it. Do you? I've never seen you have a whiskey out. Oh, yeah. Whiskey and Coke. No. Neat. You, you have a neat whiskey. I've no never water. seen you have a neat whiskey out in my life. It's because you're not out. Because you live up north now. You're not out. You're not part of the scene. <laughs> I'm not part of the scene anymore. No. What's happening on the scene then? Whiskies. When I left, it was all lager and oasis. Oh, it's still that. It's just there's a, now a whiskey element. Now you um, have a whiskey at the end. Well, if I go for dinner, uh, uh, as a, as my digestif, I'll have a nice whiskey, perhaps a Japanese mm. one. Or, oh, mm, okay. Yeah. Um, Interesting. So I've got some nice bottles of whiskey in, but I'm like, I, I'm always working when I'm at home, so I'm like, I, I need to... Um, They're always bloody ooh, working, aren't you? Always here's working. Here's an idea. Do I take, or do I get, when I'm up there... Do I get myself a nice bottle of whiskey when I'm in Edinburgh? Yeah, I've done that before. How did it work out for you? Yeah, fine. It's it's just a nice activity. You've got to fill the days, haven't you, in Edinburgh? It's nice to think one day, right, I'm going to walk down to the whiskey shop. I'm going to chat to the people in there. I'm going to tell them what I like. Maybe try a few cheeky free ones. And then I'm going to buy a nice bottle. And that'll be my Edinburgh whiskey. And you know what's nice is, because I'm flying up, I can't take one with me. So I'll buy a bottle up there knowing that I've got to drain it by the end of the month. Like this is mm-hmm. a project, but then I'm like, I, I don't like to drink when I'm up there. So what no, am I? No, you about? don't drink during the festival, do you? Oh, I know what I'll do. I'm gonna <laughs> fuck. Yes, this is. Oh my god! And we're talking about in a few weeks' time after the festival. I've got like a bit of downtime, so I've got, I can just have a whiskey week. I can do Matt Ford's week of whiskey. <laughs> All right then. Well, that's uh, if that's that exciting. Huh? Keep the listeners gripped. When do you go up to Edinburgh? And the first show is on the 2nd of August, um, uh, my new show, Inside Number 10. A uh, hilarious romp through the uh, mess of uh, politics, um, domestic and American. Um, so, you know, it, it, it'll be great fun. Come out to Edinburgh, see the show, have a great time. Uh, I'd uh, love to. Are you going up at all? I don't think so, Please no. visit me. Please come see me for one night. One night. One night. Live I would love own. to. Do you know Live what? If I'm about, I will. I'll come up for a night. It's their bloody accommodation, though, isn't it? I know. You can keep on my sofa. I've got a one-bed flat. Uh, are you living on your own this year? Yeah. That's interesting. How do you feel about that? Do you know what? I think I'm I think I'm think more that way inclined now. I think in the past, I was more like, I would go mad living on my own. Do you remember that time I, I lived on my own? Uh, the only time I've ever done it in Edinburgh. And I stayed in this flat that had a marble dildo on the um, <laughs> mantelpiece. <laughs> I was like, fuck now it didn't have a proper um sofa either it was like an old church pew it was very oh, strange it, it, they were horrible de- who's yeah, got a it, church pew and a dildo some mad perv who complicated individuals i know oh, no, oh god but it was like this big and also it was like it, it, it was a big one, john you know it was a, it was a whacking it was like a what was it they say like a copper's torch or like a truncheon or something it was like this huge curved marble phallus mm. um uh, that you know, you'd you'd take that down, wouldn't you, before you had someone staying? They've left it there as a pr- provocation. I felt, um, but anyway, or anyway, an invitation. You what? Or an invitation? It's like getting a bottle of champagne, isn't it, and leaving it on the old welcome to Edinburgh. Yes, there wasn't like a little um, tag on it, um, but th- yes, I, 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 I think this year I'm more geared towards um, self living. Is that what they call mm-hmm. it? I don't know. Living on my own, as Freddie would have said. Um, it, it, I think it'd be fine. I'll, I'll just, what I'll do, I'll work during the day, I'll do the gig, I'll go to bed, and I'll just do that 25 times, and then it's, then it's done, isn't it? I might come up and check on you. 
come up and check on me because if you I'll come, come up, up and I, check on you, yeah. If you come up, I'd have a couple of beers, you know. Would you? Yeah, and obviously, oh, what's good about Edinburgh is there are pubs that are open late. We could we could go to like a pub on the edge of town. We could go down to Leith. <gasps> oh, I know what we can do, and and I can. Sorry if I blew your ears out. I could take you to the whiskey vaults down at Leith. All right. I've got contacts, you know, and it's really good down there. All right. Well, what yeah. could possibly go wrong? Me and you in the whiskey vaults. Perhaps a yeah, yeah, good yeah. place to uh, film uh, my end of season forfeit. Suggestion Mate, still coming in, but it's just it's immaculate. It's immaculate. It's like a it's like a big high ceilinged. It's like it feels like some like um like a vault. Y- well, yes. Yeah, so there's the vault full of whiskey. The, no, but but the vaults themselves are a separate thing. The the drinking room at the vaults is like a sort of grand, almost you know very sort of old fashioned, lovely, low lit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they've got whiskies from all over. The- we, we, I've got a mate who can get us in. Fancy it. It's not yeah, far right. from Sheffield. Well, it's from... just up the road. It's not a million miles. Get up I'll, there. Uh, get up there. I'll make the trek. Let's figure if it I'm out. If I'm free. If I'm free. This ain't happening, is it? I'll, I'll, I'll be sat there <laughs> looking out the window like a, like a sad dog as the rain pitter-patters on the pane. Hoping to see you, and it it will just never happen. Well, I tell you what, we've we'll be we'll be in touch regular on the podcast, won't we? So the listener can look forward to the gradual sort of mental demise of Ooh. Matt Ford over the month. We could do one. I'm trying to think this now, something about eight half eight, so it'd be late. Maybe we could do one where we come back and we drink together on a Zoom, and then it is like you're here looking after me. Oh yeah, let's do that. That'd be nice. All right, so you don't want to come and visit then? No, I would like to do both. Let's do both then. Yeah. All right, then. Pinky promise. <laughs> you can't break a pinky promise. <laughs> All right, then, Stinky. I'll see you next time. Yeah, I reckon so, yeah. Obviously, before the start of the season, which starts in a few weeks, John, this mm-hmm. show will be rebranded, probably as Down the Dog, two guys just chatting down the pub. Mm-hmm. And um, I believe that gives us uh, like more of an angle for live shows, because then wherever we are, we'll be at the dog. And we'll, the- we'll, we'll be in an immersive pub environment. Yeah. Yeah, I'm all for that. If you've got a better idea, tweet at ComediansFPL, email us at hello at cpfbl.com. Yes, and don't forget to leave a five-star written review, um, share it far and wide, get in touch about anything, hello at cpfbl.com. Sorry for the intermittent nature of these recordings. John and I are both very busy at the moment, and um, scheduling uh, is difficult, but it gets easier from now on in. I, I do believe that. I really do believe that. Yeah. Bye.